everybody! Welcome to everyone's favorite time of the week! That's right! It's What Did I Order! Where the weirdness gets really weird, and things are always going unexpectedly. Now let's turn it over to everybody's favorite master of ceremonies! It's he! Welcome back to What Did I Order? This is your master of ceremonies, the man who the accountant laughs at when he thanks Alexa or Siri. Because, let's just be honest here, guys, when the AI and robots take over the world, I'll at least have a track record of being polite to them. And I have a feeling that it will start with one of those two. And if not starting with one of those two, they will quickly merge. So uh, be nice to those guys. Don't just be demanding. Say, hey, please, thank you. But yeah, it's a, another week in the life. And I'm not going to lie to you guys. It has been a roller coaster since the last time I recorded. Um, that Saturday before uh, Christmas, or like the weekend before Christmas, we tried to get together with the accountant side of the family, like her dad's side. So that Saturday is generally a full day. We'll do like the immediate, you know, dad, stepmom, siblings, um, and the nieces and nephews. And then like the whole family comes over and it's just a giant party. Uh, we were there all day uh, after I got very little sleep. I mean, I'm talking about little. Um, baby Seamus was uh, not feeling it the night before, and we were up most of the night, so me and him were exhausted. I ended up going to the accountant's car, laying the seat back, and taking a nap halfway through the day, and was still just so exhausted from the lack of sleep of being up with uh, old Seamus. It was, yeah, it was just one of those days, and then got home, and then Sunday we all felt like crap from being worn out. Just a good old day of football, and uh, yeah, that's how it went. So, uh, with you guys knowing that explanation, let's go ahead and crack into the old static. Go ahead, call it. It was December 13th. It was a Wednesday. It was Starbucks at 6.30 a.m., but the streak of not hearing Mariah's carries All I Want for Christmas is You was broken. Walk in, it's playing some song. I'm like, okay. Back there, I'm picking up the dirties, and all of a sudden, boom, it hits. And I'm like, shit, I can't even run out of here without looking like a psychopath. But we heard it. It's a, it's a great song. I told you guys I, I like Mariah Carey. I think she's got a wonderful voice, but, you know, it's one of those, uh, it's one of those challenges. But we had to call it 12, 13, 6.30 a.m., the back of a Starbucks. That being said, um, I'm always kind of surprised by like who does Christmas albums, and you know there's great Christmas albums out there. Um, I'm a big fan of George Strait. Uh, Casey Musgrave has a wonderful Christmas album. I love her rendition of uh, "All I Want for Christmas Is a Hippopotamus," or no, I want a hippopotamus for Christmas. Um, let's see. Uh, I think you can't talk about top Christmas albums without bringing in Michael Bublé. Uh, that's a fantastic one. The one I was not expecting to find this year, Billy Idol. So I bring it up to the accountant, and I'm like, we're sitting there just chit-chatting. And she's like, wait a second, did you say Billy Eilish or Billy Idol? I'm like, no, I, I'm not talking about Billy Eilish. She's a fantastic singer, but I don't know if she has a Christmas album or not. And even if she did, I wouldn't be shocked by it. Like, I was shocked by hearing that... Billy Idol had a Christmas album. You know, it's fantastic. Uh, 
yeah, I, I, I don't know what to say. Like some some banger rangers on there from a man in his mid sixties. Great stuff. Um, but yeah, I was listening to Billy Idol, and all of a sudden I saw that Christmas album come up. I'm like, oh wow. But that led me to you know at first I'm like, wait wait, you know who Billy Idol is, right? And she's like, of course I know who Billy Idol is. I'm like, you don't think that he is just a random like make believe song in the wedding singer, right? And she's like, no, I know White Wedding. I'm like. I'm not sure if I believe you. Also, is Billy Idol in The Wedding Singer not one of the, like, the greatest musician cameos of all time? Like, I mean, uh, Game to the Greek had a great um, cameo from Lars Ork from Metallica. I, I'm, I'm a big fan of that one. That was funny. P. Diddy did great in that one, but I'd say P. Diddy was more than a cameo. That was like, like supporting actor work because of his character. But, yeah, Billy Idol in The Wedding Singer. Yeah, if you got somebody that can uh, toss that out or give me a bare cameo, I will also accept um, Tupac and Digital Underground in uh, Nothing But Trouble. That was a good cameo. But if you guys have a better one, let me know. My job is continue training, training, um, sometimes covering routes if I need to. I trained a gentleman a couple of months ago and, you know, jump in and ride with him and follow up and make sure he's still doing everything he does. But he has this bad habit of every time we leave a stop going like, all right, all right. I mean, like every few stops, all right. And I finally just looked at him. He said, all right. And I was like, without even missing a beat, I'm like, partner, we'll keep on rolling, baby. You know what time it is. He stopped and he looked at me. And I'm like, what? You're the one who keeps saying it. And you're saying it just like Fred Durst. So don't expect a Limp Biscuits reference not to be made. And I kept doing that to him every time he would say it. So finally I got him to stop saying it. I feel like that's a win. Anytime I can make a good Limp Biscuit reference. Because you know, you guys know, I have no shame in admitting my love for the biscuit. You know where I'm going to shit on them here in a few minutes. Let's go ahead and start off with some some of the good news from old uh, Hasbro. Um, we got a shitload of bangerangan uh, reveals this week, and I just think like let's go ahead and stop, bring it back a notch, and talk about some of the fire we saw from Hasbro. We saw the reveal of the X Men '92 uh, retro card back wave two. Yep, yeah, wave two. Wave 2 again. Uh, we're seeing uh, Nightcrawler. Looks good. Jean Grey. Two head sculpts. Looks fantastic. Um, does anybody know about this Magneto suit? Like, I don't recall this non... Like, Helma did... You know, Dominatrix latex glove Magneto look. But pretty cool. Uh, I'm liking like that deep, deep purple... But you got the uh, grunting hand or grunting head and like the uh, more subdued face. Uh, that Jean Grey, yeah, I'm liking it. I'm wondering, like, I'm like, I really like the hair down sculpt. Just kind of like how it curves. It makes me kind of think of what was it, X Men uh, Red and X Men Blue when she was like the leader of her own X Men team. Uh, Cyclops, you know, gotta give it up to one of the best X-Men characters of all times. Yeah, he's a dick. Yeah, he's kind of like that guy, but, you know, this is a great looking suit. Uh, looks like, the, what, just a re-release of the, um, 
you know, the shell shaded one, but without the shell shade shading. So yeah, got you a couple open hands, some fisted hands, and like touching the visor hands. I'm digging it. Um, Goblin Queen. Coming with a baby wrapped up in a cloth. Looks like that's just re-release of that baby Hulk. Maybe there's something different to it. Some uh, magic effects. Uh, I'm not 100% sure. Like, I'm not familiar with this iteration. I'm guessing this is going to be a part of the, uh, the X-Men 97 show. Uh, we'll get some loose on that one. And of course, you know, she's coming with heels. So there's definitely going to be something weird with trying to get her to stand up. And then Executioner. Coming with the uh, the big guns, uh, some staffs. Looks like everything will pretty much like lock onto the body. Um, I'm assuming like the design's gonna just hinder articulation, but it's still a really cool design. And uh, yeah, not much to say. I mean, he's got the rifle, the staffs, and then he's got the Mega Man hand cannon thing. So cool on that. Cool on that. Also, we got reveals for a Target exclusive Sam Wilson cap um i'm liking the wing design on this one it looks like uh, some articulation in there um i'm digging those wings then we got the walmart exclusive hell hydra cap uh you know the comic book that broke the world how how could captain america do this what is going on but it led to a pretty good story arc got the uh that weird shaped non-circular shield looks good i'm, I'm digging how that one came across so yeah i miss Bucky cap. It looks like this is reuse of the um, what the ultimate cap that we got earlier this year. But I'm liking the colors. It looks right. Then uh, some poo poo. They're doing the Marvel Studios Iron Man Mark whatever, and then uh, another Iron Spidey just re-releasing those. Uh, that Spider Man has some shit web effects. I'm not gonna lie to you. And still no claws or you know none of the uh, back tentacle claws things. But I think where the fire really came in was in these uh, Wolverine anniversary packs. You got the uh, the Brood Wolverine and uh, Old Metal Dome herself. I'm digging that one. Um, then you got the Logan and Sabretooth two-pack. This one, I'm, this is probably my favorite reveal out of all of them. I'm liking this Logan look. The blue jeans, you know, the pearl snap, two different hat options. Well, I mean, they're two different heads. Uh, claws, an open hand, a card-holding hand, and then removable cards. You know, if you're a big X-Men fan, this right here probably be an easy pickup for you just to have more cards to give Gambit. Then you have the Patch and Joe Fix-It two-pack. And uh, I might be honest with you, it looks like these are new legs on that Patch figure. So maybe it won't have the terrible, terrible issue of not wanting to stand like every other suited body that... Hasbro has put out. Um, and then we got the um, two-pack. It looks like the um, the Ninja Wolverine and Psylocke. This is like the big, beefy, armored Psylocke. Got some magic effect, like a, uh, you know... I think these are new magic effects. I can't recall these, but I'm liking like the face options on her, like the Sadoob, and then the, like the magic eyes. Really digging that one. This Wolverine, I think this one looks weird compared to the first retro card release of this Wolverine, just because the suit doesn't go all the way up the neck. It kind of stops and shows off. Um, I don't know. I'm just not digging it. Uh, the really cool one here also was the Angel reveal. This is probably going to be a $50 Angel figure, um, but 
red and white suit. The articulation on these wings looks sweet. It looks like it's hinging at the back, and then the wings will be able to separate at different areas. Super sweet. I love it. Um, what else did we get? We got... What else did we get? Oh, they also showed off a uh, Red, Wid Red Widow to uh, for everybody out there trying to complete their Winter Guard. But while I'm wanting to give them praises for all these great-looking figures they showed off, these sorry sacks of shits over at Hasbro are cutting, what, 20% of their fucking workforce. Um, I don't even know what to say about this. That is slashing over a thousand jobs. Like, how the fuck are you justifying this shit? This time of year, uh, yeah, I get that maybe their profits aren't where they fucking want them to be. It's, uh, I mean, what they're producing... You know, and I'm sitting here thinking about this as a collector and thinking about how toy collecting is, you know, not recession-proof and not the fact that everything has gone up in price and they've gone up in price. But, man, it's just it's fucking disgusting Sit here and think about them just really just dropping the ball like this. I, I don't know. It's such a bummer. This time of year, you're thinking about people losing their jobs right before the holidays. And it is just like such a negative Nancy. And you know these CEOs that are making these cuts are going to just, you know, they're not going to take a hit to their pocketbook. And then along with that, they're announcing that they're uh, teaming up with McFarland Toys to do page punchers. So now they're cutting jobs and they're outsourcing figures to another company. And you know, I'm assuming this is going to be those like two-inch figures that McFarland's been doing for DC. Uh, this is going to include their Power Rangers, their GI Joes, um, assuming Transformers. But it's just like, really, you're outsourcing after laying off. You're announcing an outsourcing after laying off all these people. Like, can you dirtbags just not be so fucking greedy? And I know, guys, I, I absolutely know it's business. They've got to do the things to protect their stocks for their shareholders, yada, yada, yada. But it's like when you hear about companies laying off people this time of year, it just sits so wrong. Oh, man. I don't know. It's a bummer. Oh, one other thing I want to give Hasbro shit for. Black Series. We've had battle droids for fucking ever, right? People love battle droids. You army build them. Um, why not? Yeah, you need battle droids. Well, what what else do you need if you're going to be putting together a separatist army? You need the big battle droids. You need those big boys. So why not? Yeah, put them out there. Put them on the market. Make it a thing. Right? <laughs> nope. Better yet, let's put in a two-pack with a battle droid. But not just any battle droid. Let's do a very specific battle droid with C-3PO's head on it. What the fuck is going on here? This is some bullshit. I just saw this and I'm like, you guys are fucking joking. 
Like, how are you just sitting there thinking, like, that's a great idea? People are going to buy a shitload of these, then have all these C-3PO heads that they don't need. Then somebody's going to come back through and start printing off replacement battle droid heads. People are going to start painting them. And it's just, it's going to be more money that they couldn't capitalize on. It's This is the same stupidity that I've been in my mind doing mental gymnastics to try to justify for years when it comes to Black Series. But hey... I don't know. You guys have heard me go on and on about my uh, how I dig those um, epic hacks from Boss Fight Studio skeletons. I think they're great designs, right? Why not bring in something else into the epic line? That's right. That is right. Red Sonia will be coming in on the epic hacks and I love it uh, you're gonna have a couple of armor um, designs for removable forearm or not forearm but bicep uh, pieces a couple of head options I think there's three different head options I think if I remember correctly there was talks that the hair can be switched among the heads um, a broadsword pretty sweet axe a dagger and a couple of belt options and yeah, I'm digging this. Uh, there will be a thigh guard with the um, dagger sheath or without. Um, pretty sweet design here. I'm I'm digging it. And it's just it's also really cool that Red Sonia is getting some love because you know what was it? Um, oh. Exclusive Replicas announced a uh, Red Sonia design. Uh, that should be coming out in January, if I remember correctly. But this uh, Epic Hacks Red Sonia will be coming out in October of 2024. Um, you're looking at 50 bucks on that one versus the 70 from the uh, Exclusive Replicas. Pretty sweet. You know, there's going to be some hardcore fans that probably go with both. I think I'm going to wait for the reviews on the ex exclusive replica because I already know that I enjoy boss fight stuff. I've got stuff from them. I, I know they make decent figures. So if uh, that exclusive replica comes out and it gets some, you know, I'll just save my money. Have you ever misread a news article and been like, huh, what's the big deal? And then have to go back and read and go like, oh, yeah, I see an issue here. So, <laughs> a new club was a new after-school club was started at a Tennessee elementary school this January. That's right, the after-school Satan Club. Now, when I first read this, I thought I read the after-school Santa Club. I was like, okay, it's an elementary school. These kids, you know, still believe. Isn't that the magic of what we're all here for? But no, the Satan Club. Uh, now, the Church of Satan has come out and said that they do not, you know, give off information to schools. And one of the big issues, the parents are freaking out here. Um, obviously, because, you know, the Satanic Temple, like, what do not our kids? And essentially, the ISD has had to come back and say, we cannot condone or not condone this one because of freedom of religion and we're not supposed to step in regarding religion so this one's kind of out of our hands we have to give them a space and I just love that um, obviously we're not sitting here on this uh, 
on this old podcast screaming, Hail Satan! But, um, you know, First Amendment rights being protected in schools. Who would have thought? Zula. Don't know how I found this. I don't know exactly a whole lot about this, but this one came up and I'm digging this one. If anybody has any more information or know where I can look at this, know where we're going to be able to pre-order this, hit me up, let me know. Uh, but this is a company called RoboBeast. We'll be putting out a model kit for what is called the Abyss Abyss Smasher. This looks like a humanoid shark robot. It's coming with hands, a Gatling gun, a stand, like forearm um, weapons of some sort. Looks like interchangeable barrels for the end of the ga- the Gatling gun. Uh, it's all gray with like just very specific red lights on it. I don't know how tall this is going to be. I don't know what the articu- articulation is going to be. But there's some pictures. It looks like it's moving like a generic action figure. Um, I think this is sweet. Can't wait to see more of it. Robo Beast Abyss Smasher. If you guys know anything, hit me up. I want to know. So I've heard this story about this before, but let's just talk about this one. You guys know that, you know, summoning Mount Everest is like one of those like diehard adventures that people want to get involved in. There's so many people that talk about this and like it's a life dream and people train and they hire, you know, guides to lead them up Everest. They get the best gear. They go up there and you hear about people dying doing this. Um, they just leave the fucking bodies up on the side of that mountain. Like, there's no fucking helicopter crew that's going up there pulling the bodies off. If you die up there, they just fucking leave you there. And for more than two decades, climbers have known that if they see green boots, it's a sign they're getting close to summiting. The cl- the green boots has never actually been a uh, identity has never actually been revealed, but he has helped guide got guided thousands of climbers to the peak since his discovery in 1996. Holy fucking shit. It's like, hey, man, there's green boots. We're close to the top. The fuck? Somebody get green boots off the side of that fucking mountain. I understand when you do stupid shit like this, you're taking your own life into your own hands. You're risking it, you know, because risk versus reward. Some people want that reward. But holy shit, this guy, like, people, it's a notorious sight on your way up to the top of Everest to see green boots. Let's get green boots off the side of that fucking mountain. No, there's not one son of a bishop. Like, hey, let's take him back so his family can have him. No, nah, just going to leave him up there. That's fucking crazy to me. Anybody else catch the trailer for Beverly Hills Cop Axel F? Man, I love the Beverly Hills Cop movies. I love Eddie Murphy, Judge Reinhold, the whole shebang bang. Uh, Kevin Bacon's going to be in this one. Trailer looks awesome. I cannot wait to see this movie next summer. Uh, Netflix exclusive. Um, yeah. Anybody else like a big Beverly Hills Cop, you know, fan? Does anybody know how they make milk crates? I didn't know how they made milk crates. I'm assuming it's a mold, plastic, injection, boom, pop it out. No, that's not how it works. Um, apparently, I was at a place that makes milk crates the other day. Go in, hang up the uniforms. I'm going around, grab the, 
dirty uniforms. So I'm going to look because I'm hearing something. And this machine just <clears throat> shit out of milk crate. Brand new. I was like, what the fuck? Robots shit out milk crates. Obviously, that's not what happens. I'm pretty sure it filled a mold, injected it, and then after it was cooled, popped it out. But it definitely looked like this machine just shit out the bottom. It came flopping out. And I'm like, oh, that's why milk crates never look brand new. The machine doesn't even put it out on like a nice conveyor belt. Just shits it out. Just boom. Hits the floor. Somebody comes by, picks it up, puts it on a cart, and rolls it down. Milk crates. Sometimes, like I tell you guys, I've, I've got trainees that um, they're younger, they're older, different level of work experience, different backgrounds, but man, I've got this young one that's young and dumb. And, and, I mean, let's go ahead and say it. Point break. Make a reference. Young, dumb, and full of cum. Uh, this kid is addicted to uh, Tinder. Um, he has told me multiple times that, uh, yeah, he had an old one the other night. She was 23. I'm like, fuck you, hombre. An old one. I was like, as long as you're keeping above 18, uh, I guess I don't have to slap the shit out of you. But... We're going on, on, and on. We're talking about, like, eating bad stuff and stuff that doesn't sit right with you. He's like, oh, man, I was on a road trip uh, down to South Texas. He's like, and I stopped and got some uh, gas station sushi. And I just stopped and I looked at him. Because, you know, like, when you hear things, you're like, ugh. He's like, yeah, man, it was terrible. He's like, next thing I know, he's like, I'm throwing up on the steering wheel. I'm, like, pulling over on the side, of the, or, you know, finding an exit. I've got a windbreaker that I'm using to try to wipe it up because I don't have any napkins in my car. Dad hack, anytime you go by the drive-thru, you take the napkins immediately out of the bag, especially if you're going home to eat the fast food, you just take the napkins and put it in your car. If you guys don't do that, start doing it. Save napkins because you don't want to be trying to clean up vomit off your steering wheel and steering wheel column with a rain jacket like this dumbass. But he's like, okay. So he gets back in his car, and he's going. He's like, man, just drank some water. He was chewing some gum, starting to feel better. And he's like, man, like an hour down the highway, he's like, it started hitting me in the, in the gut. And he's like, man, at this point in time, he's like, he's like, I'm just searching for an exit in the dirty gas station. He's like, I don't mind if it's like the dirtiest restroom. He's like, I'm just having a horrible time on this road trip. And he's like, I, I get to the exit. He's like, I'm, I'm parking in the parking lot of this gas station. He's like, I had to shit myself. And I'm like, all that sounds completely reasonable to me for you ordering and buying and consuming gas station sushi. I think you learned your lesson. He's like, nah, I did it again on the way back. He's like, this time I was able to make it home before I started shitting and throwing up. Guys, I haven't talked about them in a hot minute, but there was a designer con, I believe is what's called, at um, this past weekend in California. And hands up to the Mortal Ruin team. Sweet, sweet designs here. I'm, I'm digging it. I don't know enough about the Mortal Ruin team to really give you, you know, a whole rundown on them. But what they showed off, I mean, just amazing looking. Um, this is a kind of post-apocalyptic military line. Showed off a, a guy in green pants, a tan jacket uh, with a, like a tan undershirt, black boots, some uh, like weapon like pouches around it, gray hair. Then there was a guy in all black, um, big vest on his, looks very tactical, kind of has like a, uh, you know, Frank, what's that name, Frank, uh, Gino, I can't remember his last name, but the guy that played uh, Crossbones 
in uh, the Marvel or the MCU. Kind of has a, that kind of feel to it. There was a character in uh, it was still in like resin plastic, but you know similar designs. But this guy came with like a sledgehammer slash crowbar bottom to it, and was wearing a helmet with some goat horns on it very kind of like demonic looking to it i'm digging that one there was a guy in a gas mask with like a giant laser sniper rifle i'm digging that one like i mean this is almost anime feel to it uh traditional gas mask and helmet in gray with like a shotgun kind of like blast effect uh then there was one with like a kind of a more like i don't know kind of nerdy looking helmet gas mask with like a little i guess uh in like SMG look to it. Then there were some more characters off in a display of like, you know, kind of busted out. Uh, the one that stood off here was that it's a guy with a gray top, kind of like a hockey mask looking like with goggles. And it looks like his like little blasters, like a shot or sh salt off shotgun. Lord, if I could talk, right? But this like definitely demonic goat helmet dude and sawed off shotgun laser blaster dude were the designs that stood off to me obviously like the general is a pretty cool design i mean these mortal ruin figures look awesome and you know it's a slow process i know these are like being done by guys in their off time that work in the toy you know industry and this is a passion project it's not a you know a day job for them so it's all stuff that's being done on the side but yeah mortal ruin beautiful chef's kiss i'm digging what i'm seeing so far i don't know really much about this premier tours toy company but it is the 112th wasteland gladiator and leather pants leather jacket black shirt the leather jacket's missing a sleeve we got a red bandana a giant knee brace on the leg or it's like a full leg brace sawed off shotgun an axe um it's coming with like a, a little dog i want to say there's eight hand options they're ungloved two sets of gloved hands a dagger um a bag and two head sculpts um oh if I wasn't describing this accurately enough for you, it's this is a third-party Mad Max toy. It's sweet. I love Mad Max. Um, people that are close to me probably know how much I love the character of Mad Max. Uh, but yeah, sweet. Premier toys. I don't do a whole lot of cloth good action figures, but definitely interested in this. Okay, let's end it on a uh, downer note and go from there. Hackers breach Insomniac Game Studios. They're wanting money to get out of the system, yada, yada, yada. I don't know all the nerdy technical stuff to hacking and holding p companies for ransom to get their information back, but this is just a shithead thing. Uh, if you're not familiar, Insomniac Games have produced a multitude of hits, probably the ones that would be most known to people listening to this podcast. Uh, the PS4 Spider-Man, uh, Miles Morales, and the Spider-Man 2. They're currently working on the Wolverine game, which that uh, two-pack Wolverine Logan figure is going to get repackaged into a gaming first line just to support this video game. But these sorry sons of fucking bitches, too lazy to get a real job, and you're taking money and holding fucking information of not just, like, the company's information, but, like, the employee's information and threatening them to get money. S for what? For what? 
you know in this day and age, if you can hack into somebody's system like this, there's somebody somewhere that's able to track all this down. I mean, I can't imagine they're going to get away with this one. Probably do some fucking federal prison time. Fuck them. Fuck them. This is such bullshit. When, you know, we have our collections and our video games and our movies that bring us joy in this hard world that we're constantly dealing with, and then fuckers are trying to, you know, sit there and shit on these people that do bring us these small amounts of joys that we have in our life and make their day-to-day operations harder. Fuck them. Well, guys, that will leave us today on another episode of What Did I Order? I am so thankful for everybody joining me once again. Guys, go out. Uh, This is our last episode before Christmas. I hope you guys have a wonderful holiday. If you don't celebrate Christmas, I hope you enjoy whatever you're celebrating. I hope you have a good time. You have some good food. You make some good memories with friends and family. Um, Make the most of it. Time is precious. Again, guys, if you're stressed out, you know, there's professionals out there willing to help. Don't make bad decisions, especially this time of year. You know, a lot of people, you know, going through rough times. We're all strapped for cash and we're wondering what's going down. But, you know, keep positive and bring that happiness and joy. Once again, guys, thank you for being here. And until next time, what do you?